Why don't I have what other people have? Why? How come my house doesn't look like that house? How come their kids are so well behaved? How come their business is, is doing so well? Do you know what I mean? And to make it worse, it wasn't kind of just on social media. Like that might have started the thought process, but it wasn't just on social media. I, I started to focus on the things that I don't have. And then my favourite shows turned into that same mindset. I, uh, I've told you before, but one of my favourite shows is Grand Designs, right? And I started watching a new Grand Design series, The Street. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Self-building. Anyway, even that actually, with that same mindset, turned into... How do, you, how do you have jobs and still spend all that time on site building the house and, and poor you, you had to sell one of your many properties to put this up and you're going through so much hardship. Do, do you know what I mean? You start to look at things through that lens. It might just be me, but I heard some agreements, so that's good. What I found out, was that I couldn't see the good, the blessings, because my focus was on the wrong thing. It seriously ruined a good day and a half for me. Like, like, like ruined it. I'd fallen into the comparison trap, right? I, there's, a, there's a great quote, and I probably should have looked up who said it, but who knows that with every great quote, it's so inaccurate who said that quote anyway. But the, 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 the quote is, comparison is the thief of joy, right? Have we heard that before? Comparison is the thief of joy. Have you ever fallen into that yourself? Okay, we've got two hands up the back. Great. That's good. Um, comparison robs us of joy, doesn't it? It blinds you to the good things that actually God has already given you. And if we really let it take hold, it's not just a day and a half that it ruins. What it actually does is it leads to, to bitterness and hardness in our hearts, doesn't it? Where we can't celebrate the good things in other people's lives. Where we where we fail to see the great things that are already in our hands. Okay, so I'm a very beginner and amateur photographer. Very beginner, like on the very, very beginner scale. Uh, I've been trying to learn as much as I can about photography and, and, and video over the last couple of years. Some of that is out of necessity because... Obviously, like during COVID, we had to do lots of filming and so it was a steep learning curve. But um, I've decided that I love looking at pictures or, or video in the same way that have stunning focus on the subject, but everything else is really blurry around it or in the background is blurred. There may be heaps of things in that picture, like in the frame, there might be a lot of different objects. 
But the artist, the, the photographer, has, has put one thing in focus to draw your attention to. I think the fancy term for that is bokeh. Is that, am I right? Someone? Anyone? Eh, something? Who cares? The blurry bits. I found that watching a movie uh, recently, and, and I just found it stunningly beautiful. And it was because I wasn't distracted by all the other things. I was focused in on the actor's face the whole time. Can I tell you that I think one of the keys to that happy, content life is all about our focus. Is all about our focus. My focus earlier this week was on what others had, which led to comparison and it led to all of the feelings and those, those kind of bad thought patterns as well. It's not a great thing to focus on. Now, there are some good things which, which we could choose to focus on, right? I, I was really hoping Paul Mundy would be here this morning because for Friday night's footy game was pretty good. The, the Tigers won by over 100 points, West Coast. I'm sure he would have texted me if it was the other way around. But I'm a bigger man and I didn't do that. So I hope he listens to this. Uh, I could have also messaged my mate Colo. I could have done that, but I didn't. I chose not to. Uh, uh, I could have focused on the footy. I can focus on good things, right? The good things that happened. I, uh, this week, I talk about I had a terrible day and a half. I also had an amazing uh, night away with Susie. We got to stay at the Oval this week. Has anyone stayed at the Oval Hotel? It's it's really nice. Used one of those tourism vouchers, so, you know, a bit cheaper. Not heaps cheap, but a bit cheaper. And, and then we went into the city for, for a lovely dinner. Great food and, and actually amazing conversation. A, a chance to just be together with my wife, talk over the important things, have a great focus. Also, it's been school holidays and there's some negatives that I could focus on, but... The positives are, actually, as a family, we got to spend some really fun, great time together. We, we spent a, a day, like a couple of days, just going on adventures. And there's nothing wrong with focusing on good things. Good things are good to focus on. But as the week progressed, I couldn't get these words out of my head. I think thinking about these things, these words kind of came in. It's an older chorus we would we would say in the old days there's a, a lovely army chorus I don't think it's army but it's a chorus a song have I lost you in my ramblings <laughs> this song came to mind with really simple words turn your eyes upon Jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Can I tell you this morning, we will not find fulfillment and contentment if our focus is on the temporal things of this earth. Where we will find it is in the eternal, in Jesus. Matthew 6, 19, Jesus is teaching and he says, he says a few great things, as Jesus does. Verse 19, don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them, where thieves break in and steal. 
Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Where is your focus this morning? Where are those treasures? What, what are your thoughts? Are they here on things that will not last? Are they, are they still in the thoughts of catching up on social media this morning? Is that where your focus is, on what you don't have? Or is your focus on the eternal? Is your focus on Jesus? Where our thoughts lead, do we notice in the verse that Jesus says, he says that our hearts follow? Have you ever noticed that if you let your mind dwell on things and you let your thoughts kind of go in one direction, that actually we find that our heart follows sometimes? Now, that, that's quite often in the negative. But Jesus is saying, wherever your treasure is, wherever your, your thoughts are, the thing you value, there the desires of your heart will also be. It's interesting, isn't it? That our heart follows our mind in that way. My focus on social media, to get back to that, was harmless at first. And, and it usually is harmless. But allowed to dwell and to stay there. Well, my heart started to follow. My emotions started to. My, my desires started to follow that thought pattern. Matthew 6, we just looked at Jesus' teaching and he, and he talked about his treasure. Where, it, where are your thoughts focused? Is it on the eternal or the temporal? He, he goes on a bit later. And he says uh, in, in verse 31, So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Seek first the kingdom of God. I can testify to the fact that God is good. Can you? That there are so many times in my life where God has provided. So many times. Let's not keep looking sideways. Worried. And instead, let's this morning, choose to focus on Jesus. Because when we focus on Jesus, have you ever noticed that when that is happening, it seems like everything else kind of just falls into place? The things that we have worried about, well, either they sort themselves out or we just stop worrying about them when our focus is on Jesus because they don't matter so much. The writer of Hebrews talks about this and he talks about it in, in kind of the form of a race. Hebrews 12, uh, you may know it quite well. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down 
especially the sin that so easily traps us, let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. This line, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Have you ever been to a junior primary sports day? Has anyone ever... If you've seen the chaos a junior primary sports day is. <laughs> it, it is, like it's, it's organised chaos. Kids just running everywhere. You know, I'm talking like real young kids. But especially, it's interesting watching the sprint races. They seem to be the main focus of, of the day. Uh, and, and you have a bunch of parents on the sideline cheering on their kids, right? Yelling out their names and cheering them on. Who knows that when a kid is that young and they hear their name, what do they do? They look sideways. And so you see these sprint races where there's probably really fast kids, but the whole time they're looking sideways and they're they're crossing their lane. I've seen a few kids just stack because they get their legs crossed over because they're not looking towards the end. It's so important as a runner, you see the Olympics, right? And you see a sprinter and the focus that they have once they lift their eyes. They don't take their eyes off the finish line, do they? Unless you're Usain Bolt and you're winning by 20 metres and then he gloats. But, but they, they focus on the end. The writer of Hebrews is warning us. He's saying, look to Jesus. If you want to run this race well, Look to Jesus. Don't get distracted by the noise around you. Don't look left or right. Don't don't let that trip you up. I truly believe focusing on Jesus leads to that content life I was talking about at the start. A life that has purpose. A life where we're not worrying about what we don't have and instead we actually see the eternity promised to us in Jesus. I know that there are lots of distractions. I I encountered them this week. But I want to give you a couple of quick suggestions this week as to Not just a good idea as to focus on Jesus, but how we might do that practically. And the first, we've spent some time this morning, and Sarah actually uh, said it already, is this spending time in worship. You know, worship isn't limited to our Sunday mornings together. I love corporate worship where we're together. We hear the person singing next to us. We, in unity as brothers and sisters in Christ, lift up the name of Jesus and and declare to get there's power in that for sure. But actually, we can worship God in every moment of our life, in any moment of our life. And I actually think it's even more powerful when we're starting to veer our gaze, right? When we're starting to not focus on Jesus. That's the moment where worship can focus us in again on the goodness of God, on the on the power of God, on who He is. 
I'm a big believer in singing in the car as loud as I can. So maybe the car is a place for you to, to just focus in on Jesus. Maybe it might be the shower. There's some shower singers in the room. Uh, find those moments this week. Where can you worship Jesus? Where can you sing that chorus, turn your eyes upon Jesus? I also want to tell you that worship isn't limited to music or singing songs. We, I love singing songs as a, as a form of worship. But there are plenty of other ways that we can worship God. My, my other kind of go-to is reading a psalm. I love reading the psalms as another way of focusing on Jesus. Uh, I've said it again lots of times. Taking a walk in the hills to me is like I, I'm just in awe of who God is when I walk through his creation and nature as well. So the first thing, make sure you worship during the week. The second is, and it's, it's like a stock standard Sunday school answer, but reading scripture. Do you know that actually reading scripture is just the best way that we can keep our eyes focused on Jesus? For some of us, we have uh, reading plans uh, that we might go to every day. We might have kind of a daily routine. And, and you may be able to testify to that as being a great way to keep grounded, keep your focus. For some of us, we might be a bit more sporadic in it. I, I want to encourage you to enter into that daily practice of refocusing on Jesus through reading Scripture. I've, um, I've, I've stumbled across something that I've heard a lot recently. Uh, and I know some people do uh, a devotional called Lectio 365. Has anyone kind of heard that? There's an, there's an app, so you know it's good. There's an app. Uh, over Easter, like I have a daily reading plan, but over Easter, I, for some reason, I opened up this app. And what happens in the app is it's, it's done by the, the 24-7 prayer movement. And it leads you through praying some scripture. And you can actually just have it playing in the car. In fact, that's how I first did it. I was, I was in the car and I had it playing in the car. And it reads and guides you through Scripture, some prayer and a response to it. Can I su just suggest this morning, if you don't have a, a daily routine set up, look at Lectio 365. There's a morning reading and a night reading, but it actually will read it to you if, you're, if, if you prefer that. You can easily do it on your commute to and from work. Great way of refocusing on Jesus. I believe that it does require us putting time aside though. I don't think it's one of those things that just happens. I think you have to be intentional and it requires putting away some of those resources. Uh, phones, TVs, get away from screens. Maybe get some time by yourself. Are you with me? Is that, I know that's like stock standard Read the Bible, pray, 
Can I tell you, there's a reason why we keep saying it. It's because it works. Prayer, scripture, worship focuses us on Jesus again. Takes our eyes off the distractions of the world. Those things become the blurry background. And we focus on the face of Jesus. Can we just pray? God, you are good. I love that uh, you have promised us that you want us to have a full and abundant life. I thank you for uh, the gift of eternity and salvation. God, there are so many things that can distract us. There are so many things that, that we can focus on. I just ask Holy Spirit for your help this morning to help us once again focus our attention, our thoughts and our eyes on Jesus. We thank you for your goodness, for your grace, for your mercy. For those of us who have um, fallen into the comparison trap before, God, we ask for for restoration, for a healing, for a, for a softness of our heart again, that we can celebrate and encourage others, that it's not competition or comparison. Guide our thoughts, lead us, Holy Spirit, to Jesus this morning. We pray in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. The challenge this week is the practical. Worship, prayer, get stuck into God's Word. Have a great and blessed week. Uh, feel free to stay for coffee and come and see me about Red Shield or painting if you're interested at all. Morning.